Anything that takes the place of what Christ called you to do is a bad thing. It, I don't care what it is. Jesus said, forget the fish. I'm going to make you what? Fishers of men. He said, quit fishing for fish. I am going to make you a guy that goes out and gets people's souls. Peter went back to the past. Okay, okay, let me get to the good stuff. I keep saying that. Here it comes. So Peter is standing in the exact same place Jesus originally called, like literally, he's standing in the same body of water, most likely the exact same boat that Christ called him out of, doing the same thing he was doing. It's like this deja vu moment. And maybe you've experienced that. Maybe at some point in your life you had an addiction or a battle you were facing or a struggle and you started to clean yourself up. You started to clean up your language maybe. You started to work on yourself and you're getting closer to God and things are going really good but then you mess up, you backslide and then you find yourself in a place and it's like a deja vu moment. You think, how did I get here again? I've already been here. Has anybody experienced that? How did I find myself here again? Paul says, why is it that I do the things I don't want to do and I, I don't do the things I should be doing? Peter was in a deja vu moment. And now, real quick before we move on, Jesus is dead. Peter doesn't know he's alive yet. Jesus is dead in Peter's mind. What does that mean? There's no redemption. There's no reconciliation. There's no way to restore this. He denied his best friend, and now his best friend is gone forever. And Peter just gets to live in it. Are you with me? Here it is. Here's the good news. I'm going to get to the good news right now. So Peter is in the boat, okay? He's in the boat, and John's there, but John doesn't matter right now. Peter's in the boat, and he's pulling up, pulling up the net, and there's nothing in it. There's nothing in the net. Why? Because he's not supposed to be fishing in the first place. Peter's pulling up the net, and he's depressed and sad, and he's probably crying and sick to his stomach, just honestly wanting to die. And, and, and Peter's pulling in the net, and he just happens to look up. And, and off in the distance, he sees somebody walking. He sees somebody walking down the, the shore, and that's when... John puts his hand on, on Peter's shoulder and he says, Pete, P Peter, look over there. I, I think that's Jesus. He said, Peter, look over there. I th that's the Lord. It's Emmanuel. God, come back to be with us. The comeback king is walking towards Peter at his lowest moment. Christ is coming back for Peter. He is meeting Peter right where he was. He didn't ask Peter. It's important that you know this. He didn't ask Peter to clean himself up first. He didn't ask Peter to get out of the boat before there was redemption. Jesus is pursuing Peter. And he's saying, I know where you are, Peter. I know what your soul's going through. And he's talking to somebody right now saying, I see you where you are and I am coming after you. Do you know what this means? This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has come. That's the good news. Jesus, I hope you're hearing this. Jesus came back for Peter at the lowest of lows. Wherever you are right now, how, maybe you're at rock bottom. 
in your soul, Jesus is pursuing you. He's coming after you. And scripture says that as soon as Peter realized that it was Jesus, he jumped out of the boat. It says that he threw himself into the sea and he started to swim towards the Lord with everything that he had. Why? Because in front of him was a chance at redemption. On the shore was a chance of restoration and wholeness, light in the darkness. And when he looked at Jesus, he saw a life beyond his past. Hear hear me on this next part. The value of something, the value of yourself is not determined by the label you put on yourself. Your value is found in what somebody is willing to give for you. And Jesus said, you are priceless. In fact, I am willing to give my life for you. And Christ did not give his life so you could get back in the boat. He said, I came that you would have life and life abundantly, Peter. Get out of the boat. There is life beyond your past. Oh, It doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been or what's been done to you. If Peter had a chance at life beyond his past, you do too. (laughs) Romans 8.1 says, therefore, come on, this is good. Let's read this together. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Read the yellow. You ready? No condemnation for those who are in Christ. Christ Jesus, oh my goodness, should have made this a stinking series. There is so much more to this story, y'all, and I took a bunch of it out. I was just talking to Mike last week about structuring this, and I'm like, I've got 25 pages, but the way I figure it, that's about three and a half hours. I've got to figure out. There is so much more to this story, but the point is this, and I hope you're getting the point this morning. The world is going nuts. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't been able to tell, the world's losing its mind. They're talking about World War III, all kinds of awful things. And we are the church. We are the light in the darkness. That's our job, right? You will never be able to make a difference out there until you fix what's going on in here. And as long as you're living in the past, God will never be able to use you in the present. You got to get, get, get beyond the past. God wants to do something in you right now. If Peter denied Christ to his face and Jesus pursued him anyway in the depths of his shame and guilt, I'm telling you today, look towards the beach because Jesus is wanting to do the same thing for you. Look towards the beach and you'll see Jesus saying, I've always been coming after you. Peter, I love you. Yes, you messed up, but I knew you were going to mess up. And God knows that you'd be going through what you're going through right now. He still came back for Peter. You know what's cool about this story? A billion different things. But from that point forward, from that point forward, Peter spoke boldly on the day of Pentecost. He was laying his hands on people and seeing them healed, delivered, and set free. He busted out of, out of prison. He led Cornelius and his entire household to the Lord, and, and subsequently they got filled with the Holy Spirit. He healed people with the shadow. He wrote scripture. The, he wrote part of the Bible. He even raised somebody from the dead. That is what life beyond your past looks like. Come on. That, he did it all after this moment. That's amazing. 
There is hope. And if you just be willing to pursue the one that's pursuing you, if you just be willing to pursue the one that died for you, you mean everything to Jesus. You right now, the you that you are right now, not tomorrow, Jesus doesn't want you as you ought to be. He wants you as you are right now. The you on your lowest day is the day that Christ died for. And if you just pursue the one that pursued you first, Judas and Peter both betrayed Jesus. Okay? They both had two drastically different outcomes. Judas was so full of guilt and shame that he took his own life. But Peter made the decision to get out of the boat and experience life beyond his past because he ran to the cross. He gave it to Jesus. Two people did the same thing. They betrayed Jesus. They had two totally different outcomes. And I think some of us have experienced both of those outcomes figuratively. When you live in the shame and the regret and the guilt, you're just going to stay stagnant. But if you will move towards the cross, man, God will break chain. He'll do incredible things in your life. Incredible. I don't know what that is. My job isn't to provide you with certainty. It's to provide you with clarity. And the clarity is that when you bring it to the cross, God will set you free. Yeah. 